You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind the scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. All right. Hi. I am so excited to actually get to like wrap this up and have a whole conversation about it so everyone can kind of hear your perspective in a different way. Like I think the wrap up session is always super cool because it's like, We don't talk about being on a podcast when we're recording the podcast kind of thing. And so this is sort of like a beautiful opportunity for you to do that and share your perspective with us. So I'm like really excited about that. I know. I can't believe we're like already done recording the podcast. It's so weird. Mm -hmm. Even though it's been like a long time, it just feels like it went by really fast. It's so true. And then also like I feel like adding to kind of the situation that we're in the middle of. So just so everybody knows it's April 7th. So we're definitely very in uh, quarantine right now, very in it. Um, And so in this odd way, that's felt like an eternity, right? But then it's Mm -hmm. all felt so fast too. So it's just really interesting. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a weird, we're living in an alternate universe right now. It It is very strange. Yeah. Okay. So we're just going to kind of give you Sam's perspective on all of this. Like we're going to talk about like what this process has been like for her, what lessons she's learned, like what she wants to tell all of you, how you can find her, all of that good stuff. But just to kind of like wrap up this clarification. So Sam and I um, are continuing coaching together. So our last session was our last session. But the reason it wasn't really like a wrap up, here's what's next for you session is because we're continuing and we're continuing to work together. It just won't be recorded and we'll be, you know, offline in that sense. So we're kind of at that point where she's going to give you what she knows now and her perspective <laughs> now. But of course, there's um, going to be continued work. So we'll probably have Sam on uh, another point to kind of just give you an update like we did with Monica as well. So with that being said, let's kind of just dive in. Like, just tell us, like, how has this process been for you? I'm very curious if it's like, was it what you thought it was going to be like? Was it different? Like, just give us a little rundown there. Yeah. I mean, so I think the biggest part of the process that was different was really different than I thought it was going to be was really like what I thought was going to be important for me to focus on during this Mm. time. So we know I'm like not about that mindset life, but (laughs) that now I am in that I know that it's important. And especially now that we're in quarantine, like more than ever, I was talking to a client this morning, I was on a call and I was like, Like mindset is always important, but like now it's more important than it ever has been. Um, So that's just been really interesting. And like, I feel like I was always pretty self-aware, but I feel like now I'm just like so much more like prepared to reframe things when I need to. And like, I can kind of like recognize when my mindset is affecting what I'm doing. Um, So that was definitely something that I, like, was not expecting would come out of this. Um, But in terms of, like, coaching and the way coaching worked, I guess the other thing was, and this is kind of around mindset, too, is, like, there was a time 
like a few months ago at, at the beginning of the year when we were basically having the same conversation multiple sessions in a row, which I didn't think like I would need to do. But it's so funny that sometimes you just have to have that conversation multiple times and look at things multiple times to kind of get past them, especially when it comes to the mindset stuff, which I was surprised about. I love that so much. And I think that that's just so important. And I'm like so grateful to you for you saying that because I think that a lot of people see you and listen to you and think like, wow, like Sam has it like locked down. Like she has such a strong mindset and you do, and it takes work and you still have to have the same conversation multiple times. And I think it's just so beautiful for people to be able to see that in someone who has created a six multi six figure business, who has a really strong mindset, all of that. Like I think that there's this fallacy that like if you've gotten to a certain point in your business, it's all easy from there. And it's just so helpful to be like, no, it's just different. Like you just have to keep doing different kind of mindset work, but it's still always there, right? Yeah. I mean, the whole like saying of like what got you here isn't what got what isn't what is going to get you there, yeah. like has never felt more true than it has in the past like four or five months. Mm-hmm. Totally. And I think that that's really helpful because I feel like what a lot of people do to themselves is when they keep experiencing like a new challenge or new level or new, you know, opportunity or whatever you want to call it in business, they almost make themselves wrong. They're like, I should have totally nailed this by now. Like, why do I have to have this conversation again or whatever? And I think it's just good to be like, that's how it goes for all of us. We just don't make it that big of a deal, right? Like you weren't like, oh my God, I should quit. We just had the same conversation three times. You were like, okay, like, I guess this is what I need. I'm here for it. Right. Yeah. And I think it's like that willingness to kind of treat it all as like kind of an experiment and see what works and what doesn't work. And then great, this works. Okay. How can I do more of this? Or do I need to tweak it? And it's like, things are always going to be changing. And, and it's not that you're like creating problems, problems and and difficulties and things just come up. And so it's just like trying to approach it from a place of like, all right, great. Yeah, this is happening. Like, so so how can I like productively like and intentionally approach the situation versus kind of getting into that like really negative mindset or that like victim based mindset, I think is really important. And it helps, you know, people continue to move forward versus just kind of getting stuck where they're at and chasing their tails. Uh, I wish I could think of where this is from. I'm like furiously Googling on my phone because um, I hate not being able to like give credit where credit is due. <laughs> but um, I I think it might be an Eckhart thing. I don't even know. But basically, um, it's like the phrase like, and now this is happening. Right. You know, it's like the surrender and acceptance of that. And like that phrase, and now this is happening is like really useful to just like be in it and accept it. And I think that's like basically exactly what you just said, which is like the acceptance of like, and this is happening and it is a thing. And I don't have to like try to pretend like it's not or try to fix it immediately or make myself super wrong about it or whatever. It's like that that acceptance of it is so valuable in business, right? Yeah, for sure. I think just being able to like recognize it for what it is and then like be able to develop or have tools and, you know, things that you can use to do to get through it and then like doing it. Great. And like sometimes that's just mindset work. Sometimes that's systematizing. Sometimes it's outsourcing, like whether it's the mindset piece or just like logistics. Right. But it's like figuring out, okay, great. Like how can we get on the other side of this better off than we were before? 
I think is important. Something that I really want to touch on as well is kind of that period where it was like really hard for you to kind of like show up and do some of that work because I feel like I always like joked with Monica about this, but I feel exactly the same with you about it. It's like, I couldn't have planned this better if I wanted to. Like if I had to like be like, oh man, I would really like Sam to struggle with that. So everybody can see it's a thing. I mean, I'm teasing, but like that's it where it's like, you can have a super successful business. You are someone that shows the fuck up. You are someone that gets shit done and you still have those times where it's harder than others. And maybe you're not getting shit done. Like, I would love for you to just talk a little bit about that piece because I think that what a lot of people do is then they decide like, well, I'm just not someone who can show up or I'm not someone who can be consistent. And I I just think that that's such a trap. And I feel like even though you had those difficult times, you never made that story, right? Yeah. I mean, I think it's definitely like I always like um a big fan of radical responsibility. And so that is a form of like radical personal responsibility, right? Like (laughs) when I've messed up before, like if I made a mistake, like even at my full-time job and stuff, right? Like the biggest thing is like, yeah, I messed up. And like, sometimes when you mess up, you're going to have to eat some shit and like that happens and it's fine. But like, that doesn't mean I'm horrible. Like that doesn't mean like I'm not good at what I do. It just means like, hey, guess what? Like people make mistakes and it's fine. And how can we like, make sure it doesn't happen again and like improve the situation and come out better for it on the other side. Or if it's something that's like happening consistently, okay, like what is happening here? Like what is the cause of the thing, right? Because like nobody is messing up on purpose. Nobody is forgetting things on purpose. So you're forgetting things a lot. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you need a task management situation in your life, right? So I always try and be like identify the cause of the thing and then really realistically approach like how can we like prevent this thing and make it better the next time. And I think that's really the difference is like, I kind of approach it as like, it's just like realistic, right? Super realistic. This happened. Okay. What do we need to do to fix it? And so again, that's like very much like even people who kind of are like, but I, so I'm not good at this. And I kind of like, um, you know, I've talked to a lot of people and even friends and family who kind of get into this, like they get stressed out and they're not able to get everything they want to get done. And so that immediately like is a spiral into like, that's because I'm not good enough. And then they have imposter syndrome. And then it's like, now they're just stressed out more. And it's just like, I don't like allow that to occur in any way. I basically just am like, no, it's fine. I know I'm good. I know I'm like good at what I do. I know I can learn things. I know that I can do excel at whatever I want to do and excel at, but this is just like an opportunity to get better at it. And I think that thinking about it that way and just like not even allowing that spiral to begin is really helpful. Like learning to recognize it and catch yourself and like pivot, I think is really important. Something that you said I really, really love and want to touch on. Well, all of that I love, but two things. One is like I love how you talked about radical personal responsibility because I think what you mentioned, and this is sort of the secret to it, is when you don't let it mean anything about who you are, it's really easy to take responsibility. When you make it mean something about who you are, that's when we avoid taking responsibility. So if you were like, me screwing this up or me not being able to show up today or me doing whatever at my job or whatever that is makes me a bad person or makes me a failure or makes me whatever. We'll avoid that all day long. Like our ego never wants to label ourselves a failure, (laughs) right? 
we will blame, we will victimize, we will do all these things to not get in that position. But if you're like, well, it means nothing about who I am, then your ability to take radical personal responsibility transforms in that moment, right? And I resonate with that so much because I like the biggest fan of that. And even on my like ideal client list of values, like radical personal responsibility is like literally number one <laughs> because I think that it's so important as a characteristic in business. But the way that you get to that point is to not make it mean something about yourself. Does that make sense? Does right. That feel true? Yeah. I mean, like you choose how you can react to things is really what it is, right? So it's like even like in management, right? When you have someone who is like making mistakes, instead of being like they suck, right? It's like, okay, what are we doing here? Like you need to examine this because like, yeah, it is your fault. Like that's fine. Like I'm not saying you're like I hate you. I'm just saying, yeah, this happened. You did this. You messed up. So like how can we move past this, right? (laughs) And so I think that's like a really important part of it is just like separating those two things um, because one is going to be a productive use mm-hmm. of your time and energy and the other is kind of probably going to make you like perform worse and make you mess up more. And then you're going to just continue to spiral and spiral. Yep. Absolutely. And avoid and avoid, right? Right. Yeah, for sure. I love that. So good. Okay. So I think we kind of covered this, but I would love for you to just like talk about it a little bit more, but like, what do you think has been your biggest lesson through all of this? Like if you look back at all of the episodes. I know you actually just did like a re-listen, which was super cool. But what do you think has been that biggest lesson that you've experienced personally? Yeah. I mean, I think just that, again, like mindset, but but it's so much more than that, right? Because like mindset can be how like my mindset around like I prioritize things, right? Because we've talked about this before. Like sometimes I just like love to taskmaster it and I like to do the easy Mm -hmm. things and I like to cross it off the list. And it's like looking at like, okay, but like why? What's behind that, right? So like everything type. So it's not just, oh, mindset in terms of like, I need to journal today, right? But it's Mm -hmm. like always looking at things and when you're examining things and, you know, I always constantly remember and coaching has really helped me to do more self-examination and um, do examination in my business, but it's always like looking at it from a point of like, okay, like what's the heaviness around this or what's the resistance around this? And kind of, it helps me to remember, like I can also self-coach myself through things. So I think that taking the time, even if it's just like throughout the day, right? Because for me, a lot of times, like if I'm sitting down and I'm like, okay, I'm going to be introspective now, like that doesn't really work. But me like talking through things helps me really get a lot of ideas and helps me examine when things are happening. Why are they happening? What's causing this? Is there a bigger reason this is happening? So just like taking a second, taking a beat to recognize that and then figuring out like, okay, what is the cause of this really, right? Was it just a tech error or is it like I haven't actually been paying enough attention to this thing over here and Mm -hmm. why haven't I been paying attention to that thing? Um, Not everything has to have a deeper meaning, obviously, but just like considering that maybe there could be other reasons that this is happening, I think, has been um, a really big lesson and um, helped a lot. I love that. So one of my favorite quotes of all time ever is Carl Jung, and it's, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate, (laughs) right? Yeah. And I think that's exactly what you're talking about. We're like so many things direct our business or everything that directs our business rather is from inside our head. 
And so if we're not making that unconscious programming conscious, like we'll do really dumb shit in our business and we'll not see why that's happening and we'll always feel this level of frustration, right? Like I just had a conversation with my clients this morning who, you know, wanted to make this decision in her business to basically like totally shorten her launch and it was only going to be like four days long or whatever. And I was like, where is this coming from? Like, why would, why are we cart open four days? Like what is going on? And she like told me this whole story about how this one time she had a, you know, month long cart open and it was awful and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, right. So like what we're saying is like, Everything we do in our business is to avoid ever having that feeling again. Like that makes no sense, right? Right. Yeah. But it's like if you don't have that like reflection or introspective moment, you'll make all the decisions in your business from that place and then you'll wonder why it's not working, right? Exactly. And it's like you're not actually ever going to be able to accurately pinpoint like what is behind this or what is the reasoning for this or should I do this thing or not? If you're not able to figure out like where it's coming from. So like, yeah, it could be a strategic decision, but is fear or past experiences that you actually didn't prepare enough for driving that decision? A hundred percent. You know, and is that actually what you should do or not? And I think what's like really cool that you're experiencing is the more that you're on the other side, like the more that you're doing the coaching, you can see how much that holds people back too, right? Right. So then it makes you want to dive deeper into it. Like I think that my excitement around mindset has always been there, but since being a coach myself, it has just, you know, like hundred times <laughs> itself because I literally see it, right? So you're having that experience now too where you're seeing it in your clients more and you're like, oh no, this is like really important. Yeah. No, I do definitely like notice it. And I guess that's why like it helps me that when I'm talking through things a lot. And so a lot of times I'll catch myself like, you know, not practicing what I preach, right? And things like that. And it's so funny that it reminds me like yeah. to take a minute and look or like I'll be saying something to them and I'm like, oh, this I need to be saying this to myself right now. I need to record myself and listen yeah. to myself. Um, so yeah, it's it's really funny that just like that I am it's like brought additional awareness to it. So I notice it more easily now. So good. Okay, so what do you think was the best part? And then what do you think is the most difficult part like of the whole experience? So whether that has to do with like it being on a podcast or just coaching in general or business or whatever, feel free to go um, as broader (laughs) or narrow as you want there. I think the best part, uh, like this is kind of like um, more general, but it's been really great hearing from people who are like, oh my God, you know, this has helped me so much. Like that's been a really fun thing to experience because you know, you asked me at the beginning of this, you're like, how do you feel about being recorded? And I was like, oh, I don't care, right? Like, yeah, it's not even a question, like whatever. But hearing from people who are like, wow, this has been like so helpful for me or, you know, thank you so much for sharing. And for me, it's like not even a question, like it's fine, like I'm happy to do it. But for them, it's like makes such a difference. That's been definitely like a highlight of this whole situation. Um. And I've been really happy to be able to do that for people and share my experience if that helps them. Um, definitely the most difficult part was scaling as fast as I did. A thousand percent. <laughs> yeah. Like I thought you were going to say that. that. Was, yeah, that was like a real just low rough time. Um, and it's definitely, you know, it was good because now – Again, like 
we've talked about this before, but like the real goal is to like make a certain amount, be able to pay myself a certain amount of money while only working 20 to 25 hours a week, right? So really, if I'm make remembering that that is the most important thing, that is what I want out of my business, scaling very quickly really does not serve that. So even though that added revenue and hitting the the next six figures and the next six, six figures or whatever is great. It's kind of more just like an ego stroke. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not really what I want. Out of, you know, some people want that out of their business and that's great, right? But it's not really what I want out of my yeah. business. Um, so it just, and I have learned this um, about myself over time that it is difficult for me to say no to more money. Um, money is definitely a big motivator for me, but always making sure like, right, but is this actually serving the ultimate goal? I think was a, was difficult, but like a really good, you know, I continued to learn that and, and it was just in a very aggressive way (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that I wanted to like basically die for a couple of months, but um, that was okay. And it did push me to like outsource, right. Which has been so great um, and has made such a big difference and allowed me to work so much more effectively in my business. So it was difficult, but still good, good experience. I really, really think that this was so valuable. Again, like kind of planned it better (laughs) because I think that like no one talks about the dark side of growing really fast, but I've had so many clients that have had a a situation like yours or similar where it's like, no, 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 I really just want to grow fast. It doesn't matter. Like I'll do whatever. And then you do it and you're like, wait, fuck, (laughs) this is not all it's cracked up to be like, yeah, the money is great, but like I want to have like a different lifestyle around this. And I think that, you know, something that you've really chosen to focus on, and I think that we maybe um, haven't even talked about how important it is, but I want to say it here is like, what matters is take home. Like I know some people that have a million dollar revenue business Mm -hmm. and are taking home way less than you are. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, like I do not care about that. Yeah, and you, we talked about that a little bit at the beginning because yep. I was like profit margin is really important to me because that's, you know, yep. a signal of how much more money I can take home. And I think it's just like really helpful to see here where it's like, yeah, you can you can scale really fast, but like we have to stop glorifying and glamorizing that as like the best thing that could possibly happen in our industry right. because it adds so much confusion to people and then you do it and luckily – you're a really strong individual and have like great self-awareness. So you were able to back off of it. But that's why I see a lot of business owners burn out and you're like, dang, they were at the top of their game and they just disappeared. What happened? Right. And it's like, well, that's what happened. You know what I mean? You scale too quickly and then you just get to that like fuck it point. Yeah. And you burn it to the ground. Yeah, it is. And it's like kind of this like, you know, especially in the online business space, like it's sexy to be able to be, you know, multiple six figures, six figures, you know, seven figures, whatever, right? And it is like kind of you're always – it kind of gets us all into the mindset of striving for the next milestone in terms of revenue. But like who cares, right? Like I mean – if that's what you want, that's all you want. Like, I guess that's great, right? But people aren't talking. Yeah, people aren't talking about profit margins. What you know, there is a difference between profit and revenue. Like, people aren't talking about that. People aren't talking about like why. Like, just why do you want to do that? I don't understand. Like, is there you know what's the reasoning behind that? And it is so interesting. And and um, I think 
it doesn't become an issue until like I know I can scale as fast as I want now. And I've known that for a while, (laughs) right? I knew that before I scaled that fast. And that was great. Like I basically made the decision to scale two multiple six figures and like it happened and that was great. Boom. Right. So it's like, I always know I can scale as much as I want, but I also know like that's not what I want necessarily, um, especially like in a quick amount of time. And so I think a lot of times for people like first starting out, it's all just like, that would be amazing. Like, man, I would love to have six figures, multiple six figures. But then it's like, as you start to approach that number, that's when it's really important to be looking at like the why behind it. And that takes like a certain level of self-reflection and self-awareness and not just like getting caught up in the milestones and the woo look at me posts on Instagram. Totally. You have to let go of so much ego there. Like I've for sure had that experience personally because, you know, I haven't made a million dollars in a year in my business. I've obviously made over a million dollars in my business, but not in a, a single year. And I feel like for someone who's whatever, quote unquote, like coaching a lot of seven figure business owners and has been in the game for four or five years, like there's almost like this expectation with it. But I'm like, I feel like a fucking multimillionaire every day because I love how much money I take home. I love my clients. Like I love my business, but you have to let go of so much ego associated with like what that means, right? Yeah. Yeah. A thousand percent. So I think that is like, it's really important. And like, I'm lucky that I kind of have always been super clear on what I want for my business, but like getting clear on like, what's the actual thing that you want to get out of your business? Because like at the end of the day, like, yeah, it's great to be like hitting seven figures in your business. But like, how is that? Like, what does that mean for your like life? Because it's not just your business. Like your business is a part of your overall life. So if you aren't figuring out how that fits into your life, like what's the point? And your life has transitioned a lot, right? So when we first started um, this, you were in the camper full time. Then you bought a house. Yeah. Now you're in the house. You were supposed to be back in the camper. You can't be in the camper right now. Like so much transition oh and all of that, right? Yeah, just like <laughs> so, so many things. And like it was really interesting because I knew I wanted all of those things to be happening in my personal life, but but it did affect my business. And it's like, you know, it's so we're so often told, like, especially when we're employees to like, you know, you have to leave your emotions at the door and blah, 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 right. But it's like, that's not actually going to happen. And it's definitely not going to happen as a business owner. Mm-hmm. Like, did I still get my shit done? Yeah, of course I did. But it's like still I wasn't – when I was really, really busy in my personal life or had a lot of things to deal with in my personal life or think about or decisions to make, like I was still showing up for my business. But it's not like I had this like all this extra energy to focus on my business, right? Like yeah. I was getting what needed to be done done. But it's like you only have so, mu- so much energy in like in you. And so – I think that is like something that's really important to think about because you can't just like leave everything at the door. It's not realistic. I mean, I'm very like get it done and everything, but you still only have so much to go around. And as a business owner, like energy is so important yeah. and like focus is so important and, you know, showing up is important. So you have to figure out like how are all these things again, working together. How is my business slotting into my life, right? So I'm going to know that the next time I'm renovating a house or camper or whatever, Mm -hmm. yeah, probably going to need to plan to pull back a little bit that month in the business because it just is what it is. And like having that self-awareness, I think is so important. And the permission to do that, right? Like 
permission for life to be more important sometimes. Like I feel like this quarantine is bringing that up for so many people too, like especially that have kids at home full time and whatever. Like a lot of my clients were having to be like, what can you do in two hours a day and how can that be okay? Instead of it being like, okay, how do you make more? How do you make more? How do you make more? Like it's just like that same conversation we're having of like, it's the holistic experience. It's not just what you make that will make you happy. Right. Yeah. Like how can you just like do the best with what you have available to you and in you. (laughs) And I (laughs) think just like, fine. And it's going to be different for everybody. And guess what? It's going to be different from day to day and week to week. And like, why is that a problem? Like, what is wrong with that? Just like be realistic about it and be Mm -hmm. aware of it. And then like, go from there. Because if you are drowning yourself and just telling yourself, I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to do this, like, you're not, it's not going to end up benefiting you or your mental health in any way. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay. So I feel like I know the answer for you on this, but I really want you to just like share all your thoughts. But do you think it changed coaching doing it on the podcast? I don't think so. I mean, and it was so funny because especially when I was struggling, I was aware that we were on a podcast, right? But I didn't, you know, obviously like to get the most out of the experience and everything and to help people who are listening. Like I was very upfront about like everything that was happening and how I was feeling and struggles that I was having. Right. Because it's like, I wanted to get the full experience and help others get the full experience out of listening. So it's not that I was like never, you know, aware that we were on a podcast and I was like saying things. Right. But it didn't like change my experience with coaching. I don't think at all. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I feel like you have always been super transparent. Like I think a lot about that episode where you mentioned like, am I depressed? Am I experiencing seasonal affective disorder? Like what's going on here? Like I was just so um, moved by your willingness to be vulnerable with all that. Like I think that most people would have been acutely aware of being on a podcast for something like that. And while I, again, like I think you had an awareness of it, I don't think you ever let it change how you showed up, right? Like it's not like there wasn't an awareness. It just didn't change how you operated. Yeah. Well, and I think that goes back to the, you know, I always have the thought process of like, that doesn't like affect me as a human being in terms of like, people are going to hear this and that's fine. But like, that's not on me. It's just a thing that I, I'm i like trying to be aware of. And like, how do I come out on the other side? Right. So it's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. that is another like version of being aware and not allowing something to be like, well, I'm depressed because I'm not good enough. Now everybody's going to know it and everybody's going to think I'm a fraud and like whatever, right? Like I'm just like, yeah, I'm depressed. Like what's the big deal? Like everybody gets depressed. I don't understand. Mm -hmm. And then like figuring out what works for me and how to get out of it. Um, So that was kind of another situation where it was just like, you know, not – allowing it to let you spiral and, and, you know, have it affect your viewpoint of your self-worth. Yes, exactly. I think that's something you're so excellent at. And I just want to like reflect to everybody, um, is that what Sam just said is so important, which is like when you can do things and you don't make it mean anything about yourself, like that's basically the thread of the whole conversation we've been having from what, the ego says when you're not making what you think you should be making or when you scale really fast or when you make a mistake or when you accept personal responsibility, the undercurrent of all of that is don't make it mean anything about you. And that continues to be a thing here. And that's why Sam's been able to create what she's created. 
So I think that's just really helpful to see. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what do you see like when you look back, when you look at, you know, where you started, how far you've come, what you've accomplished, like what do you see there? It's so funny because I hadn't like thought about this before we started recording today, but I was like, oh, wow. Like since we've been recording, like I literally went from like just crossing the six figure mark to like over $200,000 in mm-hmm. projected revenue for the agency, like also growing this other business on the side, like while trying to keep my sanity and still pretty much working under 40 hours, like for the bulk of it, right? Mm-hmm. And well under totally. 40 hours some week. So yep. it's so funny. And again, this is like, you know, making sure that you're stopping and reflecting because it's like, wow, that was a lot of stuff we did. And then like, even though it feels like it hasn't been that long, like a lot of things have happened, right? So I think, I'm now just like more confident than ever. And I was just talking about this to my husband the other day because, you know, there's been a lot of conversations around coronavirus and like, yeah, I have lost um, agency clients and I've lost money and, you know, figuring out what I want to do to pivot and things like that. And it's just like we were having a conversation around, I know that I can excel at whatever it is I decide I want to do. So I just need to decide I want to do that thing and to start that thing. And I know you know, I've, I think I said this at the beginning of the podcast, but it's like, you know, it's bordering narcissism, but that's fine. <laughs> and um, that's just something that has like even more now solidified in my mind that, um, you know, I can excel at whatever I decide I want to do. But now I have kind of the experience and the tools to make that thing excel faster, right? To be to be using my experience, but also outsourcing and like optimization and systemization and all of those things to ensure that whatever I do decide to do in the future, um, you know, with any new businesses I start or any new services or products or anything like that, like I know I can excel because I have all of these tools at my disposal. And I think like, you know, we have the actual accomplishments, like six figures, multiple six figures, all those things. But like, I think really having that like knowledge and confidence, even though it's even more now, which some people would be that know me would be horrified that it's even more now, (laughs) um, I think is like really good. And that's what I view as like, probably the biggest accomplishment. I love that because I think that's so true. I always say to clients, like especially when they're new, is like the win isn't getting a client. The win is knowing that you know how to get a client, right? We've talked about that a lot. Right. And I think it's like that applies on grander scales. Like the win isn't just getting to multi-six figures. It's knowing you can scale as much as you want to. It's knowing you can make it look how you want, like all of that. And I think that um, that decision piece is just so important. I think that that's one of those things that's really hard to grasp if you haven't like fully stepped into that, but decision is everything. Like if mm-hmm. there is one thing that has made all the difference for me in my business, it has absolutely been that. Like I decide on it and I make it happen. And so even when it looks like it's not going to happen, I stay in that decision, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think just like you're exactly the same and having that perspective is really, really useful. Um, I also think one thing that really sticks out for me too that I just want to give you a ton of credit for in terms of accomplishment is how great you've become at outsourcing. (laughs) I'm excellent at it. Yes. 
so good at it. And that was, you like had so much resistance to that at first. Like you almost were like, no, I'm not, no, I'm not into that. Like, right. Yeah. I mean, it was just so something that I was like, I know I need to do this thing, but I haven't done it before. And I know I need to figure it out. And I also like want to make sure it works out. And I've been very lucky that I have great people on my team. You know, we haven't had any shakeups or anything like that, which has been so great. But it definitely is now. I'm so much faster to be like, who can I pay to do this? Who can I pay to do this for me? (laughs) How can this not be me? Yeah. How can I not do this? Right. And so that's really been helpful now, especially now as I look to scale and grow in the future, because now there is that additional set of resources that I have available to me that I didn't before when I wasn't considering outsourcing as much as I do now. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's been really helpful. And like, obviously, um, you know, that is what, again, you know, what got me there isn't going to get me over here. And that is definitely a bit major piece of the puzzle to what's going to get me to, you know, still making great revenue, but scaling down my hours is going to be outsourcing for sure. I love that. Okay. What do you think is next for you? Like, what do you see in the near future, the big picture? Like, what should we be looking out for? Like, what's next? Yeah. I mean, it's so interesting because I think with the situation that we're in right now, as I speak to a lot of people who have been like very severely financially impacted and their businesses have really been impacted, it's kind of interesting because I am really, a lot of people I've been talking to and I am treating it as a catalyst um, to really like push my coaching piece of the business forward. Um, like I said, I have law, I've had a few clients on pause for the agency, but like, I also know I could go out and get more clients right now, but instead I'm choosing Mm -hmm. to spend my time and energy creating products and services to, um, help support people now during this time. And so it's definitely like, I'm spending more time thinking about and creating content and creating products and services for the coaching side of my business now more than ever. And I'm kind of looking at ways to pull myself out of the agency more so that I can continue to look at the coaching piece even more. So I think that I'm going to start to really see the coaching side of my business grow a lot in the next six months or so and figuring out what is, okay, what does that look like moving forward in terms of the agency, in terms of the coaching business, you know, things like that. Um, So I think that's something that is really um, an exciting thing that is a result of something that's shitty, right? But also I think a lot of people that I've been talking to right now is like, I don't feel guilty around that and I shouldn't feel guilty around that. And I would encourage everyone to not feel guilty around that because I'm talking to, I'm helping people to start their own businesses. And those are people I might not have talked to in the past, but everyone I've talked to has been so thankful to talk to me and it has made a really, really big impact on their plans moving forward for their own businesses. So it's like, what is wrong with that? What is the problem with that? There is no problem. That's feeling guilty. I haven't because you know me. So yeah, I think like just using this time as an opportunity to, if you feel inspired and you feel productive to be working, like just using this as kind of a reason to push you forward, right? And to help you 
focus on things and at focus at a level you might not have before. And like, that's so totally okay. So I am kind of um, treating this situation like that. And so I do think that I'm just going to continue to put more of my time and energy into the coaching side of my business, which is exciting. I love that. And I think one thing I just want to point out here, and I'm not trying to say this in like a negative way or that it can't, it has to be a certain way because I definitely don't believe that anything has to look one way. But something that's really helpful to see here is that it's really hard to do everything at once. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. right, Sam has scaled up to multi-six in the agency. She has built all of these foundations and coaching. She brought on a team, like all of this stuff. But it's really hard to do all of that and move into a house and switch your whole life around and, 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 and be in quarantine, blah, 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 right? So I think it's just like, you have accomplished a wild amount of things in six months. But at the same time, we also have to be like, yeah, of course I wouldn't have gotten to six figures in coaching as well because like there's only one of me and I also want to have a life and some of this does take Mm -hmm. time to set up. So I think it's just really helpful to see like so much can happen in six months and everything doesn't have to happen in six months. Like I know so many people that would have been like, oh, like, whatever coaching didn't work out quite how I wanted it to. And you take the exact opposite approach, which is like, oh yeah, like now I've like laid the foundation and I just see how I'm like turning my attention there more and more and the clients are coming in more and more and the interest is there more and more. Like it's just so helpful to keep looking at that perspective instead of like, wait, why didn't I hit multi six figures here and six figures here and do all this other stuff? Like it's like, because it was six months and there's one of you, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that definitely goes back to like, I don't say like, oh, I'm bad at what I do, Uh right? Because like, I know I am a good coach and I know that I have a lot of value to help people with. But also you have to choose where you're spending your time and attention and how you're prioritizing things. And like, guess what? I chose to make sure like I had a really solid revenue stream coming in with the agency. And like, that's completely fine, right? Also, how much is that I made that choice. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And yeah, like I made that choice. And now I'm like really comfortable to pull back. And but it's also because I know exactly how I get leads, right? And I know exactly how I get more clients. So I think it would be really easy to be like, well, I'm not far enough. Like, I don't have enough coaching clients. Like, I'm not fully booked out with coaching clients. But at the same time, I think, you know, stopping and thinking about like, okay, so like, what's behind that? Well, I know it's because I wasn't giving it my time and attention. Like I know how to get leads. I know how to do those things. I know every time I have a conversation with someone, they say it's been so valuable and so helpful. And they, you know, liked working with me and everything. So it's like, I don't let the fact that I'm like, not fully booked out with clients allow me to say, you know, I'm not a good coach. I shouldn't do this. Or this isn't working. I should stop this thing. Right. It's really because, and we've talked about this, like, a lot that it's just like, I know I'm not giving it the time and attention it needs. And like, that's okay, but that is a fact. So it's like, you have to choose where you're putting your time and attention. And so like, that's why right now I'm choosing to use this time as a catalyst to put my time and attention more into the coaching business. Um, So yeah, I think that's really important to always be. I mean, the big lesson is just like, don't let something, you know, don't let what's happening make you think that you're not good enough or you're, what you're doing isn't working because it's probably not the case and it's probably something else that you can tweak or you can fix or you can change or you can get help with and outsource, right? 
Um, so I think that's like the biggest thing to keep in mind and that I always think about. Yes. You just, you just answered my next question so perfectly, which is what do you want everyone to know? But you just literally nailed that, right? Like (laughs) that is the thing everyone needs to fucking know right now, isn't it? Yeah. Like it would be so easy for me to be like, well, I'm not getting enough coaching clients. Like this just isn't worth my time. Right. But it's really like, no, it is worth my time because I know how I can get these clients. I just need to spend time doing yep. that so that you can actually start to look at and make really educated decisions on what is working and what isn't working, right? Because so often we're like, well, that didn't work, so I'm not going to do it. Like you were mentioning with the launch for your for one of your other yep. clients, like that didn't work. And it's like, well, really, what didn't work about yep. it? Like, have we really looked about at this? Like, are you basing these decisions on like actual data and like facts or is this anecdotal? And that's, and I think keeping it separated from you as a person allows you to look at things in that more objective way and to make those really educated fact-based decisions versus making them, you know, based on emotions. So good. I love that. Okay. So tell everyone, just as a reminder, where they can find you, how they can connect with you. Yeah. So um, on my website, Sam Dinicola Digital. Um, I have, there's kind of now more ways than ever to work with me. I have one-on-one coaching. I'm also launching a group coaching program, which will have launched already by the time this comes out. Um, I have some awesome product, digital products and coming out with some. And then I'm on Instagram at sam.dnicola and you know, you'll always see me up in those Facebook groups, always, <laughs> yes. just everywhere, all the time. Facebook groups. Amazing. Cannot sing their praises enough. So good. I just want to end by saying like how grateful I am to you. Like I think you have just been the absolute perfect example of vulnerability and transparency. And I think that you have taught maybe the most important lesson we could possibly teach in this industry um, in terms of showing people like what it actually looks like to scale really fast and like what you can learn from that and how important it is to go back and kind of like look at what matters for you and to just have people to be able to watch and see that journey, I think is the most valuable gift ever. And I know that you did that from like a totally like, I just want to help people place. And I think that it's easy to forget that when you're listening to the podcast, like it's just like, oh, she's on a podcast and she's doing a thing. But I just want to thank you again so much and give you so much credit because like the value that you got out of this, of course, is the coaching, but like is the fact that you helped other people. And so if you guys are listening to this and Sam helped you, please reach out to her. Please tell her. Please give her credit. Um, like I just – I think that it's so easy to forget how much someone has to put themselves out there to be able to have these conversations. And I just honestly couldn't be more grateful to you. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I love hearing from anybody who enjoyed it or got some value out of it. So definitely, yeah, I'd love to hear from anybody um, yeah, I mean, it was fun for me. So it was <laughs> fun for I me too. I do hope that it um, helped a lot of people. Yeah, and just so grateful to continue our journey and our relationship. I just adore you. So thank you so much. Thank you. All right, bye guys. I hope you enjoyed season two. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. And remember to show Sam some love. Thank you for listening to Literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. 
What I know we need more of in this world is women living let up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset, strategy, and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to aliduplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.